selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to do we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify's the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash audioboom, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash audioboom now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash audioboom. What's up, you guys? I'm Haley, and this is another solo episode of Inhuman, a true crime podcast. You know the drill, my co-host Andrea is currently on maternity leave, so hi, hello, I am Haley, and this is going to be a solo episode. Today, we are going to be talking about Kelly Lane, an infamous water polo player in Australia. So this case was suggested by one of our listeners, Shelly, so thank you, Shelly, I appreciate the suggestion. And just as a reminder, if you guys ever have case suggestions or listener stories, you can submit them through our website, inhumanpodcast.com. That felt so like adsy, like an ad, <laughs> the way I said .com. Anyway, this is really weird just talking to myself and making jokes to myself. I apologize. But I also think that this is the first case that I've done that is an Australian case, so I'm really excited because I love Australia. It is one of the top places on my travel bucket list, and I really hope to go one day. I know we have a lot of Australian listeners, so hello, shout out to all of you, and I apologize in advance if I pronounce anything wrong. Before we get into the episode, I do want to give a quick trigger warning. This story does involve child death, and there will be mention of abortion. Alright, let's dive in. Kelly Lane was born on March 21st, 1975, and she's the daughter of a well-known surfer, rugby player, and retired police inspector Robert Lane and his wife Sandra Lane. Kelly studied at the McKellar Girls High School in Manly, after which she enrolled at the University of Newcastle to study the arts. However, she decided to drop out from there and went on to study at the Australian College of Physical Education while working part-time at Ravenswood... at... Ravenswood? 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 I don't know. The Ravenswood School for Girls as a water polo, polo coach. 
My goodness, I cannot talk today. Kelly was an elite water polo player at the national and international level, and she was even a member of the silver medal winning Australian junior women's team at the 1995 World Championship in Quebec, Canada, so she was really good at water polo. It was her ambition to be able to represent Australia in water polo at the 2000 Sydney Olympic Games. Between 1994 and 98, Kelly was in a relationship on and off again with rugby union player Duncan Gillies. In 1996, Kelly became pregnant. It is unclear who the baby's father was, though. She allegedly had been pregnant three times before this, terminating the first two and putting the third baby up for adoption. But none of her family or friends knew about any of her pregnancies. She attempted four times to be induced early at one hospital called Ride Hospital, but she kept getting turned down. But eventually, on September 12, 1996, Kelly gave birth to Tegan Lee Lane at Auburn Hospital. Less than 48 hours later, before she was even officially discharged, Lane left the hospital with her daughter. This was sometime between 11 a.m. and 12 p.m., And then by 3 p.m., she arrived at her parents' home without Tegan, and they had no idea that she had just given birth. A few hours later, she attended a friend's wedding with her partner, Duncan Gillies. And just a note about this, she attended the wedding wearing white, which, as most people know, you do not wear white to a wedding. I am currently planning my wedding for this upcoming summer, and whenever somebody asks me what do you want me to wear, I say, Anything but white. I don't care what you wear, just do not wear white. So this was just very interesting that she wore white to this friend's wedding. And again, she did not have a baby with her. But like I said, she had managed to conceal this pregnancy and all of her previous pregnancies from her family, her friends, and her partner Gillies. Nothing happened for the next few years, and then in 1999, Kelly Lane was pregnant once again. This was her fifth pregnancy, but her third child. She actually flew to Queensland seeking a late-term abortion, but she was refused since the fetus was at a viable gestation. She gave birth three months later to a boy that she decided to put up for adoption. At the time, she told the social worker handling the adoption that this was her first child and that Duncan Gillies was the father, but he denied being the father. So as the Department of Community Services was working on finding a permanent home for this child, a protection worker learned that this was not Lane's first kid. The record of Lane giving birth in both 95 and 96 was discovered. So if you remember, 95 was the baby that she gave up for adoption, and then 96 was Tegan. Gillies, her partner, claimed that he was completely unaware of Lane's pregnancies. When she was confronted in October 1999, Lane initially denied the existence of the first two children. But then a few days later, she claimed that, yes, she did have a daughter and she was living in Perth with family. So the matter was then referred to local police there in late 1999. By February 2001, Lane was seven months pregnant with her fourth child. This was now her sixth pregnancy. She was interviewed by police about the whereabouts of her daughter, Tegan. This is when she told them that she had given Tegan to her father, 
a man named Andrew Norris, or Morris. She said that they had a brief affair that took place at Andrew's apartment on Friday nights after drinking at the Town Hall Pub in Balmain. Lane claimed that Andrew was in another relationship with a woman named Melanie, but that she was never in the apartment on Friday nights. So she claimed that that's when they would sleep together, and she claimed that he was the father of Tegan. So she claimed that he was Tegan's father and that she had given Tegan to him in the Auburn Hospital parking lot, or as they call it in Australia, car park. She said that she gave him the child. This was, again, when she left before she was discharged, when Tegan was just two days old. She claimed that she had given baby Tegan to him and his partner, Melanie, that was also there, and his mother. She said at first that this was in the hospital parking lot. She later changed this, though, to say it was inside the hospital, and she actually ended up having several different stories about what happened that day. She also told police in these interviews that she had felt forced to hide her pregnancies because of the fear of how her parents and friends would react. And then she told them that she could not be sure who any of the fathers of the babies were. She didn't know 100%. An extensive search for Tegan began. This included DNA testing samples and searching for her all around the area. But police could not find anything about Tegan's location or her whereabouts. And they also could not find Tegan's alleged father, Andrew. They tracked down several men named Andrew Norris or Andrew Morris in the age range given by Lane, but every one of them was able to be ruled out. In 2005, after having no real success, the Manly Police referred the matter of Tegan Lane to the New South Wales coroner, and a coronial inquest into her disappearance began in June of 2005. For those of you who don't know, like me before I looked it up, a coronial inquest is basically to find information about someone who has died. According to Armstrong Legal, a coronial inquest is, quote, a public inquiry to determine the identity of a dead person, how they died, and the place, date, and cause of their death. So these are conducted by a coroner in Western Australia under the Coroner's Act of 1996. So the inquest into the disappearance of Tegan was being presided over by John Abernethy, who was the state coroner at the time. After his investigation was complete at the conclusion of the inquest, he said, quote, he was comfortably satisfied that Tegan Lane is in fact deceased. And he shared that he was concerned that she may have met with foul play. He sent a brief of all of the evidence that he had collected, along with the transcript of the coronial inquiry, to the New South Wales Homicide Squad to determine if a further investigation was necessary. Investigators began focusing on locating this Andrew Norris or Morris, who Lane claimed was Tegan's father, along with locating his alleged partner, Melanie, and his apparent mother, Noeline Norris. They were all alleged to have participated in or witnessed Tegan leaving the Auburn Hospital after she was born. But despite nine separate documented versions of what happened that day, police were unable to locate any people that matched the three's profiles. 
So now they could not only find Andrew, but they couldn't find his alleged partner or his mother. At the same time, police were still working on locating Tegan. They searched records of over 9,000 primary schools in Australia, and eventually they did find two girls named Tegan Lane in Queensland and another girl named Tegan Lane that was picked up on tourist, on one of the Torres Strait Islands, but police were able to rule all of these leads out. After a few years, police had no conclusive or physical evidence pointing to Tegan's death, so they didn't have anything they could charge Kelly Lane with. They did decide, though, to refer the matter to the NSW Director of Public Prosecutions, or DPP. The DPP was Nicholas Cowdery, and he decided... The DPP was Nicholas Cowdery, and he began looking into it. And then, on November 17th, 2009, the DPP charged Kelly Lane with the murder of her daughter, Tegan. This was an unexpected move because of the lack of evidence in the case. It was a very rare move for the DPP, but they did it, and the case was set to go to trial by jury. The matter was set to be heard in the Supreme Court with Justice Anthony Wheely presiding over the case. Mark Tedeschi was the Crown Prosecutor, and Keith Chappell was defending Lane. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to do we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify's the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash audioboom, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash audioboom now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash audioboom. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now.
Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Kelly Lane pled not guilty, and her trial began on August 9th, 2010. The Crown, which is the equivalent of the state in the U.S., it's the prosecution, they were alleging that Kelly had murdered her baby, Tegan, on September 14th, 1996, two days after she was born. They explained to the jury that Lane had become pregnant five times within seven years in the 90s, terminating her first two pregnancies and placing two babies up for adoption. They explained how she concealed all of her pregnancies from her family and friends to protect her personal image and her reputation. The Crown alleged that Lane, who was a 21-year-old physical education student and water polo athlete at the time of Tegan's birth, was preparing to abandon her child at birth to increase her chances of representing Australia in water polo at the Sydney 2000 Olympic Games. So it was known that that was something she wanted to do, so the Crown was alleging that she all along was planning to abandon this child. They also presented evidence showing that Lane believed children would interfere with her educational plans, her social life, and the way her family and friends saw her. Finally, they contended that the man she had described as Tegan's father had never existed. We are super excited because today's episode is sponsored by BarkBox. As most of you guys know, my dog Mackie loves his chew toys, but they do not last very long in our house. And that's why we love our subscription service, BarkBox. BarkBox is a monthly subscription box that offers an array of themed boxes for your pup. Inside your box, you'll find toys, treats, and unleashed joy, thoughtfully designed to satisfy every dog's unique playstyle. BarkBox has several boxes to choose from, depending on your dog's needs, such as the Super Chewer box, which was designed to challenge and engage your pup for longer-lasting play. And that's what we need for Mackie. <laughs> right now, you can get a free extra month of BarkBox, which is up to a $35 value, by using our link www.barkbox.com inhumanpod. So treat your dog to what they love with BarkBox www.barkbox.com slash inhumanpod for a extra free month of BarkBox. The defense pretty much banked on the fact that there was no real proof that Tegan was dead, and they argued that she had done the responsible thing by giving the baby up to her father. They used the fact that she had legally adopted out two other children to support the story that she was just doing the right thing. They also explained the inability to locate Tegan or Andrew as a sign that they had changed their names. So that's how they described that away. The trial lasted four months, with jurors hearing from about 80 witnesses. When the trial concluded in December, the jury went on to deliberate for one week. On December 13, 2010, 
the jury found Kelly Lane guilty of lying under oath in relation to her adopting out two other babies and lying about it. If you remember when they were first looking into her, she said that this was the first baby that she had that she was giving up for adoption, so that is the lying under oath charge. However, they said that they were unable to come to a unanimous verdict on the murder charge. So Judge Wheely then gave the jury the option to return a majority 11 to 1 verdict to convict. So I don't know if this is something that is super common. I couldn't really figure it out when I was researching it. So if we have any listeners in Australia or anywhere else that know if this is a thing that they can do, please let me know. But here in the U.S., it has to be a unanimous decision on guilty. Otherwise, it's a hung jury. So this kind of surprised me, but I guess this is something that they do or they did decide to do in this case. And the judge said, if you can come with an 11 to 1 guilty verdict, that can go through. And just a few hours after this, the jury came back with a guilty verdict. When Lane heard the verdict read, she apparently screamed, oh no, began sobbing and collapsed to the ground. Prior to sentencing, Kelly Lane was evaluated by a psychiatrist, and this psychiatrist found no evidence of a psychiatric disorder and reported that her decisions appeared to be based on, quote, problem solving. On April 15th, 2011, Kelly Lane was sentenced to 17 years in prison without the possibility of parole for at least 13 years and five months. Three days after this, her first appeal was filed. But the same day, the media aired claims that a taxi driver had seen Lane dump a a baby in Bushland en route to Manly. So this was never proven, but it definitely fueled the public's dislike of Lane. And I think it's just fitting that that came out the same day she filed her first appeal. In 2013, another appeal was filed, but the court dismissed the appeal because there was ample evidence that had been presented to the jury of Lane's guilt. She made another appeal to the high court, and that was again rejected in August 2014. There are reports that in jail, Lane has been bashed by other inmates, but she has denied this. And just a little personal side note about this— All I could think about when I read this was the TV show Wentworth, which if you haven't watched it, it is on Netflix. It's an Australian prison show. Think kind of like Orange is the New Black, but Australia, and it is so good. I am obsessed with it and have been binging it nonstop. And I know obviously what's portrayed on TV is not how actual prisons are, but In that show, they are often, like, not sharing when one inmate is injured by another inmate because, you know, you're, like, getting somebody in trouble. So you never know that could be the case here. Also, it's kind of well known that anybody who kills a child is, like, the most disliked in jail. So I think that that's what was happening to Lane. In 2018, the Australian Broadcasting Corporation, or ABC, aired a three-part opinion document documentary featuring interviews with Lane that had been conducted via phone calls. They shared some of the calls in which she continued to deny her guilt, and she said, quote, The biggest hope for me is that someone comes forward with my daughter. She'd be an adult now, so she obviously has had a whole life perhaps not knowing she is my child. I don't want to interrupt her life. I don't necessarily even need to meet her. 
but obviously for my own family, for myself, I want to show that I did not harm her, and I certainly did not kill her, end quote. So to this day, she continues to maintain her innocence. The documentary led to some controversial revelations, and some legal academics called for the case to be reviewed after this came out, but nothing really came of it, and nothing was ever confirmed to be true that the documentary talked about. Kelly Lane remains in jail at the Silverwater Correctional Complex, and she will become eligible for parole in 2024, so not that far off. I believe it's May 2024, so two years and a couple months she'll become eligible for parole. Now, this next part hasn't been confirmed by any big, super credible news outlets. I could only find it in one place, but I did want to include it. According to some reports, Lane has lost a significant amount of weight after becoming a vegetarian, and she apparently has also let her previously blonde hair return to its natural brunette color. She has also reportedly maintained an on-again, off-again relationship with a man named Patrick Kogan, who she met while on bail when she was awaiting trial. It is also reported that she spends time each week talking with the child that she had after Tegan on the phone. This child has not been named, but apparently Lane stays in contact with them. Finally, it's reported that she had a pretty tough adjustment to jail because, like I said, how other inmates see child murderers, but it's alleged that she is now in a cell block that is reserved specifically for child murderers, and she is apparently now thought of as one of the toughest prisoners there, gaining the reputation of being a jailhouse queen bee. But that is the case of the murder of Tegan Lane by her mother, Kelly Lane. Okay, I'm going to give my opinion now. Um, you got A lot of you guys ask for that, so if you don't want to hear it, I'm sorry, but this is my opinion. I do believe that she did harm the baby, but it is so wild to me that they were able to convict her without even proving that the child had died. Like, I know in the States, it's very difficult to get a conviction without a body, and I'm not sure how different that is in Australia, but I just think it's wild that she was convicted without any real proof that Tegan is no longer alive. Like, we've seen some cases like Anne-Marie Fahey, which we covered a little while ago, that was a conviction without a body, and that definitely happens, but you can tell when an adult has been killed. Like, there's no trace, no phone activity, no bank activity, all of that. But a baby? Like, who knows if she really did just give this baby to somebody. But, to play devil's advocate, I do think that if she did give the baby to somebody, she would have given the actual name of the person she gave it to, whether it be the father or somebody else. If she was facing this murder charge, she would give the name of the person she gave it to because, that, like, why wouldn't you? And they would have, if this Andrew Norris or Morris person was real, they would have been able to find him, even if his name was changed. Like, she, that story had to have been true if that's what actually happened. Because Andrew Norris was never found, I don't think that the story she told was the truth. I definitely think that she didn't want to have a baby because she didn't want to ruin her chances of being in the Olympics or her public image. I mean, we know that she concealed pregnancies before this, 
So I definitely think that she just was not happy that she had just had a baby and decided to do something. I don't know why she wouldn't have just put Tegan up for adoption, but I don't know. Like, I don't know what her reasoning behind that is, and it's just crazy, but I definitely think that she is guilty. But that's just me, and I'd love to hear what you guys think about it, so be sure to let me know either on our Instagram, inhuman underscore podcast, or on our Facebook, inhuman podcast. And let's remember sweet Tegan Lee Lane. She was just two days old and she did not deserve whatever happened to her. I know that this was a bit of a shorter case. Um, I have been extremely busy and I know that you guys are wanting more cases, more longer cases. We are working on it, but with Andrea being out and me prepping for being out of town for a vacation... I can't spend like tons and tons of time researching cases, so I apologize for this being a little bit shorter, but I still think it's important to get the shorter cases out there, get the victims and stories out there that some people might not know. I didn't know about Tegan and her story, and I think that, you know, just because we have not as many details and it's a solved case doesn't mean it shouldn't be shared. So I'm glad that I could get Tegan's story out there today. I hope that you guys learned something new and can remember Tegan with me, and I'm just glad that justice was served. Don't forget to leave a rating and review if you enjoy our podcast. We are trying to reach 1,000 ratings on both Apple and Spotify by our one-year podcast anniversary in May, so be sure to leave those ratings and reviews. We appreciate you guys so, so, so much. But with that, that's all I have for you guys today. Until next time, keep it human. Bye. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to do we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify's the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash audioboom, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash audioboom now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash audioboom. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. 
That's managementconcepts.com. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. 